Does this sound at all like you? You record an amazing podcast episode, one that you just cannot wait to share with the world. You edit it, slicing and dicing, and you're ready to publish it. And then you realize you have to come up with a podcast title. And you do one of two things. You either know just how important a title is for your podcast episode. So you agonize over it, literally spending what feels like hours trying to concept it and come up with exactly the right title that will do this episode justice. Or by the time you're ready to hit publish, you are so exhausted from the whole process already that you just go with the first thing, the first title that comes to mind, regardless of whether it is actually any good or not. If any of these are you, then you know what? You're not alone. You are not alone. And the good news is that you are here with us on the Grow My Podcast show, and we are going to be taking you through why psychology plays a huge role in naming your podcast episodes and our exact title formula to follow to double your listens each week. Welcome to the Grow My Podcast show and specifically this episode on the podcast title formula, a formula that will take you less than five minutes to do while doubling your listens. Today, I'm joined by my co-founder, Bonner Rai, as we take you through exactly how to do this. My name is Deidre Shen, the CEO and co-founder of Capshow and the Podcast to Profit Accelerator. I am also the creator of Honey Content Honey Traps and the author of the very soon-to-be-released Honey Trap Marketing book. I'm also the, the host and co-host of a bunch a bunch of other podcasts, namely The Remarkable Entrepreneur, The Remarkable Entrepreneur's Playbook Podcast, The Growth Boss Podcast, and The NFTpreneurs, and The Podcasting Entrepreneur. Phew. And of course, this show, The Grow My Podcast Show. And just in case this is the first time you're joining us, let me introduce you to The Grow My Podcast Show. Why grow my podcast show? As you know by now, because I rattled them off. I have run multiple podcasts uh, and I'm running multiple podcasts in the past. Now, varying degrees of success, but one that I always do come back to is with the Growth Boss podcast, because that was really the main podcast we were doing with our coaching business Mm. um, at the time. So Mm. we were coaching e-commerce business owners and that was our main podcast. And I didn't actually realize this because we had no, like, I think we really went into that podcast. We started it really to build a bit of credibility and to just share our journey. Yes. Yes. Just as we're going to do on this podcast, by the way, sharing our journey in growing our own podcast audience in getting leads and how we're doing that, the ins and outs. That's basically what we did on that podcast too. Mm. And what I didn't realize at the time, which now I'm like, wow, is that it led to quite a lot of high ticket sales. Like we Mm. were doing multiple six figures in that business. Mm. And that came down to our podcast because our best clients each and every time were like, oh yeah, I listened to your podcast and I just loved what you were sharing on there. So I had to Mm. know more about you. Yeah. And that's how they became clients. It led definitely led to more qualified leads. It grew our audience. Like it did all of this really great stuff that was like, I think knowing what it did for our business, I just was like, we need to do 
we need to work out how to do this more effectively because yes. we had no plan. So that wasn't even out of intention or strategy. It just kind of happened and we're like, okay, I bet that if we put way more intention, way more strat- way more strategy into how we actually podcast, yeah. we can actually do really big things with this thing. Totally, totally. And I, and it didn't really, it was kind of like that experience and then reading um, Daniel Priestley's oversubscribed book where things started like falling into place for me because he talks about this thing called the seven hour rule. Mm. And the seven hour rule is basically that you have to, well, people, before people can come to know, like, and trust you and therefore to give you their money, they need to have spent at least seven hours with you. Now, with you means also consuming your content. And an example that he used was um, the Japanese, for example. Mm. The way they do business is that they won't even talk about business. They won't even try to pitch or talk about any kind of business collaboration until they spent seven hours mm. with that person. Mm. So that could be through dinners, through playing golf, whatever it is. They will spend a good amount of time with each other before they then broach business. Mm. And I was like, okay, this is really, really interesting because then I think about our own experiences. For example, we used to run a lot of challenges, right? We've, yes. We've five-day challenges, which ends up being more like nine days. With a bonus session. With bonus sessions. And you go, okay, why is that so effective? Why is that such effective to go as a vehicle to go from having someone be relatively cold to you. Yeah. To them completely new, not knowing who you are. Yeah. To then closing them. Yeah. Right. And I was like, that's what it comes down to. It comes down to the seven hour rule because Mm. they spent so much time with you through that week that they're like, they feel like they know you, they do like you. I mean, to spend that amount of time with you. (laughs) They come back time and again. Right. And then they'll trust you. And so while we have retired challenges for now I, I do feel like we're going to become we're going to become the Tom Brady's right the Tom Brady's of challenges we would now it's our retirement and challenges uh we've proven that we're the goat and we have the crown proven it and we're like you know what yeah we just yeah we're tired for now for now well we're, we're retiring but we don't know we don't know whether we might come back out of retirement let's just say that all right. So that is how. And so when I was thinking about it, I was like, yeah, this rule just makes so much sense. So why we wanted to actually, why we essentially retired from challenges is because I'm like, we need a new challenge. Mm-hmm. Get it? Pun intended. Mm-hmm. Maybe not intended. <laughs> it was going so well. <laughs> you saw me go, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we did need a new challenge. Yeah. That was not a challenge. Yeah. And we, and so I thought because of our success with po- podcasting in the past and how can we create this really effective front end funnel to podcasting to essentially build this no like trust to create this seven hour rule so that by the time you get to asking your audience to buy, they're like, it's a no brainer. Yeah. They're just throwing their credit cards at you. Yeah. So that's why we started this podcast. And as we go through this journey, very intentional, way more intentionally than we did with any of our other podcasts, <laughs> we will definitely share all our learnings. And part of that is going to be around this concept of content honey traps. Yes. I think everyone's been thinking, as soon as you said it, I'm the creator right. of the content honey trap. No one even listened to, I mean, really heard this yeah. yet. <laughs> what is a content honey trap? I've got to know. Tell me now. Uh, okay. So content honey traps is, I'm actually really proud of this because it, in and of itself is a content honey trap. Yeah, I know. I'm just dropping it and be like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Um, but it is, it's a system designed to compel your audience, your dreamiest clients to follow you through your front end funnel. So what does that front end funnel looks like? It looks like social media, whatever platform that is for Mm -hmm. you, 
to your podcast and then to your conversion event. And a conversion event could be a challenge. It could be a webinar. It could be a call. Yeah. It could be a lead magnet. Like it just could be, hey, let's just get them onto our email list so that yes. we can nurture them. So that that's what we're doing. Mm. And at every point in that front end funnel, we're going to be laying these content hunting traps that people have to. They just, they have to pick up those crumbs and be like, I need more. I need at more times they don't even realize it. They're they're like, doing, exactly. They just continue to stay on. Yeah. And that's what led, led us to this particular episode around your podcast episode title. Yes. And why it is that titling it is so important because that is one of the content honey traps generally, mm. right? Because yes. people are going to want to have to listen to your podcast episode, which starts with the title. And so I thought, but uh, you did the exercise of looking at our old podcast <laughs> names and we just did our first title. Okay. Cause this is our first episode. So yes. I thought, okay, let's look at how we're going to title this particular one. Yes. Our first episode. Now, obviously the things that we're going to share with you that will apply to any of your podcast titles, but mm-hmm. for this exercise, we were like, let's have a look at all of our first episode titles. That's when we first started. I mean, there has been a bit of a glow up since then, obviously, but we <laughs> thought let's just make, really make the point. Yeah. Right? And then yeah. let's look back at our past selves because like you said, you've got multiple podcasts, some of which I have co-hosted with you in the past, but we just thought we'd pick three. So yeah. we mentioned the Great Boss podcast we did, which did phenomenally well. We were looking back at it and be like, oh my gosh, we got all these five-star reviews. I didn't even realize. Yeah. And right. Thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously the main thing, sales, right? That's yes. the thing that we care about mostly because what point is there in having that social proof if you don't actually have the sales? So we know they did really well. So that's the first one that we want to look at. And it was so funny because this was the title for the Growth Boss podcast. I don't even know when this was because we did do quite a few number of episodes, but the title read episode one. Important, right? We need to know what episode we're on. Exactly. (laughs) It has to be the whole word. It's going to really take up that real estate. Episode one, colon, curiosity paid the cat. Okay, come on, guys. Seriously. (laughs) We are so proud of that. Who who wouldn't want to listen to an episode titled episode one? Because you've got to know what number episode you're listening to. Oriented me, yes. And curiosity paid the cat. I'm like, what does that even mean? I don't think I would click on that exactly I think that's the thing you're like so the number one thing that I know I'm guilty of and I think we probably are both guilty of is we just think it's so clever it's so clever I love being clever I'd rather be clever than or what we think is clever really it's probably not even clever but like what we think is clever over what is clear like you said we're not thinking about the audience we're just like oh this is so funny yeah um or that's surely got to compel create curiosity yes and it's like looking through thousands potentially of titles right So that was our first one. So I think the cardinal sin of choosing to be clever and mysterious with adding no value. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no value. <laughs> giving me no reason to click on that. So then we're like, okay, we, I think we are going to learn from that. So then we had the Remarkable Entrepreneur Playbook Podcast. So we co-hosted this together. So the first episode of that, we were like, okay, we know better now. And this was the title. Episode one. <laughs> We love orienting. We we love making sure that you know exactly where you are. Like me, that map, right? That's just like one exactly. Got an adjustment. Let's be clear. Yeah. <laughs> Colin, why this podcast? And very importantly, after that, the eyes emoji. Uh, it's Ooh. so cool. Yeah, exactly. Because what what it's very clear. Capture the mood. Is this very clear now? Yes. Right. Why this podcast? Yeah. You want to know why this podcast? So <laughs> click on it. Well, listen. Do you? <laughs> I think that's the main question here too. <laughs> so again, so we're getting better. Like we're not so vague anymore, right? We're definitely, at least it's about the podcast. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, wait, I'm just taking up too much real estate with episode one again, because we don't need to tell people that. Mm. But why this podcast? Again, we're not thinking about the audience. We need to tell them why this podcast, why this episode, but <laughs> the emoji. <laughs> it's like, mm, do you not want to know? But it's like, no, <laughs> you're giving me no reason. <laughs> and I think we will drop these examples in the show notes as well. So you can see with your own eyes exactly how these titles looked. And, I, and I, what I loved about this particular episode was it's a why this podcast was the title and then the first line of the description was yes good question <laughs> and the short answer is why not like lost <laughs> me it's like this person is now just having has clearly had a gossip line and decided to just take the thing that you're pretty own. sure that's what happened it right <laughs> and this is the thing it's fun and it's yeah. funny but I'm sure I would be very interested to see what the stats were on that <laughs> particular episode. Right. So that was the remarkable trick in the playbook. And then we're like, you know what? And then you are now co-hosting an even newer podcast with your husband, Ash. And this is the NFTpreneur podcast. So again, very niche down. We're talking to entrepreneurs um, who are curious about NFTs and applying it to their business. And this was the title of the first episode. What the fudge? <laughs> Okay, come on now. Who wouldn't want to listen to that? Look, I think we've learned to take episode one out. <laughs> we took it. We were like, you know, we don't need to own people anymore. Let's not That's use right. that, the, that precious real estate exactly. to own people. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're, we're nothing but learners. Right? We get better. <laughs> like, okay. And then we're still like, this is so funny. Get it? Like, what the fudge? And it's all about fun. So I think it's starting to hit in terms of we're starting to get closer to our idea. I feel like person. we did regress then. I think we definitely <laughs> went backwards. But we're still trying to be too. We just we just think it's hilarious. And again, it doesn't. You know, it, it's not leading with value. It's not. Whilst it's starting to profile our ideal person, it just gives. No, no value, but it's nice and short. That's good. It is, it is nice such short. Yeah, a lot we of real estate did not. I think we thought that we were thinking about the audience because we were like, well, if we wanted to list, I, like, I would totally click on something that was titled What the Fudge. Wouldn't I? <laughs> wouldn't I? I think we bring so much additional context to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was, but I, look, I, I did think we got better over time. But yeah, that's what, that was a little trip down memory really, um, of how we first approached these. Yeah. Since then, we've been getting a bit better. And we've been a lot more intentional. So we're going to share with you what it means to be intentional with titling your podcast episode. And gosh, we've learned a lot since then, yes. a lot since the first episodes of each of our other podcasts. Are you ready to reach more people? on more platforms in a lot less time with your podcast? Well, it's time to meet every podcaster's new best friend, Capture. Capture is the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter and the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. In just 10 minutes or less, Capture will turn your episode audio file into an episode title, description, show notes, social media captions for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok, a promotional email, blog post, LinkedIn article, YouTube description, and full transcript. All of the drafts it creates for you are fully editable and downloadable. All you have to do is just upload your episode audio, wait for it to generate the drafts for you, and view and edit these drafts and download them to use in all of your marketing content. But before you think that Capture is just another robot that just writes words for you, I have to tell you about what makes Capture different. 
You see, Capture's AI has a very robust mix of human intelligence mixed into it. Capture was created by marketers so that every piece of copy it writes for you is infused with content honey traps so that your podcast episode stops the scroll and hooks your audience in to listen. But don't just take my word for it. Capture is offering you a free trial so you can see the magic for yourself for your podcast. Sign up takes less than 30 seconds and nope, there is no credit card required. Just head on over to www.capture.com and sign up for a free trial. That's www.capsho.com and sign up for a free trial today. Okay, so let's jump into what do people need to think about? How did we think about titling our podcast episodes yes, and therefore how should people think about this going forward? Because I'm sure that our listeners have already have a podcast up and go, oh, they're maybe thinking about starting a podcast and regardless of where you're at, this is going to be super helpful because if nothing else, we want you to have people listening to, because what is, why even spend this time? We're going to be spending mm. a good 30, however long minutes recording this and then editing it and all of that. Why spend all this time if you're not, if no one's going to listen? Exactly. Right. And this is the great content honey trap to be laying first and foremost is what is the title of that episode? So yes. Yep. Tell us how to do it. Let's get straight into it. Like you say, it's like otherwise furnishing this entire room and and not opening the door. Mm -hmm. One people to come in, knock on the door, uh, ask to be let in. So this is super important. The main thing we realized after looking at all of our previous episodes, but also other people's podcast episodes, really doing an audit and saying, what is the checklist? What is the golden five things that you need to think about and make sure you have it every single podcast episode title? The key thing you have to remember is you have to lead with value, value that your ideal customer and client perceives. So not value from your perspective, because this is funny and clever, but from their perspective. So as long as you have that hat on, the rest the the actual checklist is going to make it make a lot of sense. Like with everything, what's in it for them. Mm-hmm. So we put that hat on. And like you said, it's about laying almost like our first content honey trap. Like you might lay this a little bit later, but this is going to compel them. Like when they think of them scrolling through just like probably hundreds of podcasts they're listening to each of these podcasts that have multiple hundreds of episodes, mm-hmm. what's going to make them stop and say, Hey, this, this sounds interesting because it's valuable to me. So these are the five things that you need to do in every single podcast um, episode title. So you need to create curiosity, not the curiosity paid the cat kind of the curiosity. <laughs> that's like vague and confusing. Like what? What <laughs> you know? like actual curiosity. Exactly. <laughs> Actual curiosity, like without that, you know, not giving away the answer. And it can be very, very simple. Like immediately, if you think about your, in our case, our ideal client is listening to say, how am I going to, you know, grow my, grow my podcast in a way that's going to help me get clients. So we know that they're very, um, they're very invested in their business. They want to learn. They're hungry to implement. So even simple things like how to's is going to hook them in a way, because they're like, I just want the strategic quick way to get the result because yeah. I'm ambitious. So it doesn't, don't try to make it too clever, but how do you actually see that curiosity and make them excited about what they're going to get? Yeah. And the other thing I would add to that almost, because I was just thinking about um, when, how we came up with our, the, the title of, of this one. And the way that we're thinking about content honey traps is there are a few mental models and as I said, again, throughout this podcast episode, we're going to be sharing with you all these different mental models. So the one that we actually use or thinking about 
for this particular episode was what we call the paradox. Mm. Um, and the paradox is really about, to Bonner's point, it's like you start with that how-to. What is the, the thing, the result that they're going to get? But then you want to actually like contrast it with something surprising. Yes. Like an example of this could be we were actually watching a, a presentation by someone and she was talking about how she made a million dollars with amazing results. So amazing results. And she contrasted that with, with a $19 product and a toilet seat. Mm. And you're like, what? How did you make a million dollars with a $19 product and toilet seat? Amazing, amazing paradox, awesome curiosity. That's what you want to be thinking about. Yeah. So how did we, I mean, ours wasn't as, you know, <laughs> big and like audacious but as it that. Works at all levels. Like it does. The yeah. of it. And I think the when you're leading with value, that's what you start with. That's the mindset you have. Like you say, the common theme across, across all the mental models is that you are thinking about what is that end result that, that your listener wants. In our case, when we listen to the presentation, we all wanted to make a million dollars, of course. In this case, we're really thinking about, which I think is a pretty phenomenal result, but it might not be as exciting as a million dollars, is really like how to type, title your, your podcast episode so that you're actually like doubling your listens or yes. reaching more people. Like what is the end result? And like to your point, the curiosity kind of comes in by contrasting it with. Yeah. And like I said, we didn't have a toilet seat. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, we could. I we just could. don't know how that no. would. <laughs> but we do have something almost just as amazing, which is around how you can do this in this super quick Less than five minutes. Literally less than five minutes. Yeah. We, we did timed it. ourselves. Yeah. Three minutes something. Yeah. Right? So we're like, you know, we'll just add a little bit of extra time for people yeah. that, that need it. But really that was the thing because we know our ideal customer is time poor. They want to do it quickly, but effectively. Yes. They don't want to uh, trade quality for efficiency. So that is definitely you know, the first thing that we want to think about is how do we create curiosity? Like Deidre said, we're going to cover a lot more mental models around that, but we tried the paradox. The second thing you want to do is make sure it's quick and easy to read. So I think our previous titles were very quick and easy to read. This doesn't mean much, <laughs> but some of them can, we can go up. Some of us can go down the path of trying to explain everything in the title or we might be these really big wordy words. Mm. And hey, you might have an audience that appreciates that. But when it comes to the title, people are always scanning. Yes. I like big words, you know, I, I, I like, but when I'm looking at a title, the same way that I'm looking at which email to open, I'm scanning, people aren't reading. And a really great trick here that we learned from another coach is everyone wants, like the, the way you should be pitching as much of your content as possible should be at a fourth grade level, mm. right? Which is really hard. Like, oh, what does that even mean? What's a fourth grade reading level? Yeah. And so um, a hack, and, and we'll share this in the show notes as well, the link to this, but there is a app called Hemingway. Yep. And so you can put in whatever it is, like it could be a tag, it could be a whole slab of text, and it will actually tell you at what grade yeah. level that it is. So yes. uh, we'll share that in the show notes as well. Yeah. So you can test and audit whether the thing that you're thinking about sharing is actually quick and easy to read. Yes, absolutely. And you, and I find myself bartering and saying, what about seventh? Seventh? <laughs> yes. Seventh grade. Seventh grade works. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but fourth is the, is the ultimate. Yeah. But definitely not 13th, just what I'm saying. I'm the first go. I'm like, is that even a grade? Like, <laughs> that's like university, like college level, right? Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's too big to match. Um, especially for your titles, like you say, because we're scanning. So we'll share that in the show notes. Now, the third thing you want to do, you want to make sure you include in your title are keywords. Mm, so what do, yes. Yeah, so this is so easily overlooked, right? But what do we mean by keywords? So these are the words, phrases that your ideal client customer is thinking about searching on, whether it's on Google, or on more specific sites that you know are to do with 
with your niche and in their words, like how do they think about it? So there's some very, very easy, simple ways that you can do that. Again, we'll share some resources in the show notes of what we use. But even if you don't use fancy tools, even if you just use Google Autocomplete, when we type how to title and then your podcast, sorry, podcast episode uh, episodes, like that in itself is a keyword. So it's just about searching, making sure that you're actually embedding that into your title. So if we look at the examples that we had, maybe people are searching things like what are what are NFTs or NFTs for business and things like that, but they're probably not searching what the fun what the fun is. Yeah, they're definitely not searching that. <laughs> we have validated. Um, they, they might be searching curiosity paid the cat, but in the terms of what does that term mean? Oh. I'm not a literature, literature major somewhere. Or oh, someone said this to me. I don't know what it means. I read this on the podcast. I don't know. <laughs> they're, not, they're not actually a search and definitely not why this podcast. <laughs> it's so broad. So you really want to make sure, and this is where things start to get a little bit harder because you're like, which keywords do you use? Because you also don't want to overdo it and it just be a range of keywords that yes. makes no sense as a title. So just be selective. And that's why it's really important to have a strategy for your episode. We could talk about so many things on this episode, but we're mm-hmm. like, okay, let's focus it on titling yes. because that is a very important content honey trap. Yeah. We have 10 other episodes to talk about all the other honey traps. So yes. be specific make sure you're including keywords. This is also really, really good practice for your content strategy. It's not just to make sure you have the right title, but you should be talking in your episodes about things that people are looking for, mm. right? Yeah. Um, so this is why it's important to get into this habit and make sure that you have a list of keywords that your ideal client is already searching. So that can be your podcast content and hence also the title of yeah. your podcast episode. So that is number three. Now, the fourth one, uh, which I think we've talked about a little bit already, but I'm going to say it, is put your audience first. We are so guilty, even though we love our audience and our clients and we want to serve them, we're so guilty with starting with us. Again, what we find funny, what we find (laughs) clever, what we want to know, what we want to prove to say that this is why you should listen to this podcast, right? It's We start, we center ourselves. So it's always about, even if that's where you start, how can you reframe it to make sure that it's it's about how what they see as valuable? And what what I love about content honey traps following that process that we did is because we're constantly like, oh, okay, what's the result that they want? Mm. What's going to make this super enticing for them? Yeah. I know it's super juicy, but what's going to make them care? Yes. Why should they care about us? Yeah. So this is already inbuilt into that process, but you really want to make sure that you're thinking about them first, what they find valuable, what is valued for them and lead with that yes. rather than what you think is funny or good. And related to this point is number five is a bonus little step. Oh, I love bonuses. If you don't want to have to think, I always think like, how do I create curiosity? Okay, like how do I make sure that I put my make sure that I'm putting my audience first and things like that? Step five is simple: use capture. Use capture. C A P S H O W. Sure, not capture. <laughs> not capture. No. I'm so funny that people think that. Maybe yeah. it's our accents, but capture it. How would an American say it? Capture. Sure. sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'll we'll get Siri to say it or something. <laughs> capture. Oh, no, that's not Australian. I'm sorry. But C A P S H O, capture it. So, the like DJ just spoke about, we put it through our own process. So, we actually have the content money trap tool uh, where you can put in what you're talking about and what, in this case, if you're using something like the paradox, like we have, it's going to ask you for something to contrast the result with. We have six other 
Content Honey Trap tools that you can use. They're all different. So you're going to get a different spin on it. So yeah, that takes care of how do you create curiosity? That takes care of making sure you put your audience first. Then all you need to think about is make sure you have the right keywords in your title and things like that. And it will also take care of make sure that it's quick and easy to read as well. And bonus, not just title, it doesn't just help you with the title. It's going to help you with your caption. So when you are going to promote this episode and you'll see it, you'll see us doing this. So by the way, come follow me, Deidre Shen on Instagram. You will see us laying these content money traps on social media so that with using captures so that people, you tell, like you're going to see it and you're going to be like, I need to listen to that podcast episode. I need to. I just need to. Just need to yeah. And so we are laying these content money traps. So definitely check out our show notes because what we would like you to do. So we're going to put those audit points, I guess I call it. It's not really a su- that was not a content. This is like super we're, we're sexy name. Insert super sexy name. I'm supposed to say checklist, but that's also not very. But look, there's something sexy about checking off a list, right? Right, totally. Okay, so time. we're going to leave that checklist in our show notes. And I want you to go ahead, have a look at them. Think about your own titles and how you come up with them. Do a little bit of an audit yourself on your podcast episode titles. And do they check these things off? Did it pass the test? And let us know. I think we're going to have a comment section in our show notes. Yes. So go ahead and comment in there and be like, yeah, I passed the test. And by the way, this podcast episode was awesome. <laughs> so good. It was so amazing. <laughs> Five stars. I don't know. For example. For example. Right. Uh, <laughs> so go ahead and do that. Sign up for a masterclass. Like we'll leave the link for that in our show notes as well. And then please, if you like this episode, follow us, share it with Anyone else that you know that has a pot, I shouldn't say anyone else. I should be specific and say any other high ticket coaches who have a podcast, um, share it with them because I think podcaster to podcaster, like we know how valuable that is, how important that is. So your supporting this would be amazing, amazing, amazing to us. So yeah, go ahead, do all of those things. I'm so excited to be on this journey with you and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.